What's up, Happy Lifer? Happy Father's Day! Woohoo! I'm super excited about this podcast because I've been thinking about it for a while now. I've been traveling a lot. I just came back from a fantastic trip. And so when I'm in the mode of traveling, I have to think in advance, what am I going to put out for my podcast? So I have to kind of be more organized. And for me, <laughs> that's a pretty big deal. That's even funny for a lot of my friends to hear me say I have to be organized. They're like, well, good, good luck with that, Steve-O. <laughs> so in other words, I've been thinking about the Father's Day podcast for a little while now. Um, I had my podcast all ready to, to put out while I was on the road. And I'm thinking, what's coming next? I'm like, oh, Father's Day is coming next. What am I going to do for Father's Day? What am I going to do for Father's Day? What am I going to do for Father's Day? And it came to me. It's even funny how it came to me. And I can't wait to share it with you. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? Is it not then why? Is it not then why? We're here to help your life be happier. So last week on one of my happy adventures, I was down in Southern California, and I actually got to hang out with Joe McCarthy of Mojo Studios. It's Happy Life Studios co-studio, and uh, we decided to go to a San Diego Padres game. And I'm talking to Joe on the way down there. We had a drive, and it was an hour and a half drive or so, and, you know, what should I do for Father's Day? And we didn't really have any ideas, and we, we might put out a live cast on Father's Day or somewhere around there, but... I still, I still wasn't getting any ideas for Father's Day, and I'm racking my brain trying to figure out what I'm going to do for Father's Day. So we go to the game, Petco Field, gorgeous field, amazing field, and we're walking around the field and checking it all out. And it's it's really cool field. Um, there's, there's actually a part in the field that that's like, you know, I've never, like spring training, they, it, it, you can sit on these grassy knolls and watch the game like outside the outfield there. Well, Petco Field um, actually has a spot where it's like a, a park that you can watch the game from. It's like a, a grassy knoll that you can sit on and watch the game. So we're checking out all this stuff. And we, we were told by someone else who had season tickets where to check and what to look. And so we're checking all out. And as I'm in the field... I'm still asking, what am I going to share for Father's Day? I'm, I'm checking out the amazing field, and I've never been there before, and I love going to MLB games. I love going to any sporting event, especially uh, pro sports. They're, they're just a blast to go to. So it was, it was just an honor that I was even able to be there. And it was all Joe's idea, and he set the whole thing up. So as we're sitting there, um, all of a sudden I see this great big huge statue, and it's out on that field, on that park, on that, that grassy knoll. And it's, it's a great big, like a nine-foot statue of Tony Gwynn. And on it, the inscription said, Tony Gwynn, Mr. Padre. And I'm still thinking about what am I going to share for Father's Day. And I see Tony Gwynn, Mr. Padre. It kind of goes in one ear and out the other. And then all of a sudden, just like a bell. No, maybe more like a two by four. I mean, I almost, <laughs> I almost started laughing out loud. 
when I realized um, we're, we're at a San Diego Padres game. And I'm thinking about what I'm going to share for Father's Day. And Padre actually means father. <laughs> so when I saw Mr. Padre, that really means Mr. Dad, Mr. Father. It also can mean like a priest or a father, you know, in a, in a religious circles. But uh, it, it, it means Mr. Father. So now at this, I'm like, there, there you go. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about what I'm going to share for Father's Day as I'm touring a park named after, yeah, fathers. <laughs> so now my radar was on. I was taking everything in. I've learned now to think in podcasts. I mean, I think in podcasts and videos all the time. And so I watched the rest of the game with that radar on. And here's what I gleaned from that day. Here's what I gleaned from the stadium, from the statue, and from the standard. So let's go. Let's start with the statue. Now, it's not about the statue. It's about the man that the statue is honoring, right? First off, the name is Mr. Padre or Mr. Father, Tony Gwynn. So I looked it up. Did you know that Tony means priceless one or highly praiseworthy? And I think that it fits perfectly because dads, that's what you are. You're priceless. When a dad isn't around, boy, you can tell how valuable they are. Just if a dad is absent from somebody's life, and, and many of you maybe have struggled with that, you know how important it is to have a father. And if you've ever had a father that wasn't there, you know, you re- grow up and say, man, if I ever become a dad, I'm going to be a dad that's going to be there because we know that dads are priceless. They are highly praiseworthy. Dads, we need you. You're priceless to us. We'll, we'll save the highly praiseworthy for the end of the podcast. I'm gonna, I want to deal with that a little bit more, but we need you. So that's what Tony means, priceless one. And dads, that's what you are. We want to let you know that today. Thank you for being there in, in your kids' lives. And thank you for being Padres. Now, let's go to the last name, Gwyn which I'd like to break up into two syllables there. G, when. When you call someone a G, right? I grew up in the day when you called someone a G, it stood for gangsta. It's also a way of saying like, you're my dude, you're my guy, my bro, my friend. You're, that's what guys call their friends or their associates, especially if they, they're near and dear to their heart. They call them a G, right, for a gangster. It's just slang for you're my guy, you're my friend. And that's really what a dad is all about. He's being a gangster. Dads, to be a dad, it is not easy. And we need you. So dads, you're our dude. You're our friend. You're our bro. We need you. So that's the G. And then you got G Win, right? So his name is G-W-Y-N-N. But what if we turn that to a W-I-N? Tony Gwynn was one of the greatest baseball players of all time. And probably the greatest Padre that ever played. Here are some some stats about him. These aren't all positive statistics. For instance, did you know that Tony Gwynn struck out three times in one game? That's not fun to strike out three times in a game, but sometimes we strike out in a game. But check this out. In that game that he struck out three times, he played a pivotal role in the game. He singled in the eighth, 
and scored the tying run in the 10th after reaching bases on an error. So even though he struck out three times, he was still pivotal in that game. And dads, we strike out a lot. It's not easy being a dad. I know from experience, right? We strike out a lot, but the point is we can still help win the game of our kids' lives. In fact, Tony Gwynn had 34 games with multiple strikeouts, 34 games where he had multiple strikeouts in one game. However, he had 45 games where he had four hits in a game. That's crazy. That's unheard of. To get four hits in a game, that's not easy to do. And he had more games where he had four hits in a game than he had games where he had multiple strikeouts. And, man, I tell you what, I feel like a strikeout as a dad a lot. But I'm telling you what, we win a lot, too, as dads. We just don't always see that or highlight that. And dads, that's what I want us to do. I want us to see that we might strike out, but we also have games where we hit four hit games, and we need to remember those. Here's something else about Tony Gwynn. Pottery fans have actually called the second game of the season the Tony Gwynn opening day for years because of Gwynn's affection for the fans who showed up for game two. He loved the fans. That's the type of man that he was. He loved the fans. So Tony Gwynn was quite the baseball player and he was quite the man and he was quite the Padre. And I'm not just talking about the San Diego type either. He was quite the Padre, quite the dad. I listened to a a podcast that's on ToddDurkin.com. Tony Gwynn Jr. starts talking about what kind of a man his dad was. And the first thing that I got out of the podcast was he said that his dad's success had to do with his dad's partner, Junior's mom. So Tony wasn't just a great baseball player and a great pottery, but he was also a great husband. And that's what a great dad does. A dad tries really hard to be a great husband. And that's what Tony Gwynn Jr. said was part of his dad's success was that his mom It's like my wife. She's playing the the dual parent role half the year when I'm gone traveling. And that's what what Tony Jr.'s mom did, what Tony Sr.'s wife did. And so she had a lot to do with his success. Jr. said that his family was full of a lot of love from both his mom and his dad. And that's why Tony Gwynn Jr. is such a success himself. He said that his dad would take him into the locker room when he felt he was mature enough and he would take him into that locker room and he would share all this wisdom that you kind of get in a locker room that you don't get somewhere else. And so dad would take him to his work, right? And he would share all these cool ideas. Of course, it's easier when you're a major league baseball player and and, uh, your son plays baseball. And so he was obviously enamored by a lot of these guys, but he learned a lot of lessons and his dad did a lot of teaching, a lot of locker room wisdom with his son's because he took him to work with him and let him be a part of what he was doing. I love that. Tony Gwynn Sr. played 20 years for one team. He didn't bump around, try to get the best team or try to get the most rings. He stayed 20 years with one team, and it's because Junior, his son, said he stayed 20 years with the Padres because he didn't want to uproot his family. He wanted his family to be solid and to not and, and, and to feel good about where they live. So he stayed with the team for as long as he could because he did not want to uproot them. I love that. Junior said his dad affected a lot of people's lives just by being him. Wow. 
to live your life in such a way that you change people's lives just by being who you are. That's the kind of person I strive to be. When Tony Gwynn Jr. was asked by Todd Durkin in this podcast what he wants to be remembered by, what he wants his legacy to be, he responded with, I want my legacy, I want to be remembered by loving life and helping people. Fits perfectly with Happy Life Studios, doesn't it? And he got there because he had a dad that instilled a lot of love and confidence and security in his son. So now his son grows up, and what a great way to look back at his father's life by his son saying, I want to be remembered by loving life and helping people. Then he said that he thinks Jackie Robinson said it, but check this out. This fits in perfectly with Happy Life Studios. But he said it was all about the impact of what you have on other people's lives as opposed to what the impact you have on your own. He said to help someone who may not have that help in their life. Make someone happy, and you'll be happy too. So the statue, which represents the man, pretty powerful. I can see why it's a nine-foot statue, because Tony Gwynn Sr. was a nine-foot kind of man. Let's go to the stadium real quick. Stadium was built in the early 2000s. I think it was 2001. It was supposed to open up in 2002, but I don't think it opened up until another year or so later. I don't remember all the details of it, but I do know that it cost $450 million. That was 20 years ago. It's a gorgeous stadium. Oh, I love the stadium. I loved the view. I loved walking around that stadium. It was a gorgeous stadium. And it was because it was a lot of money, right? So much money that the money was actually raised by a public-private partnership, which is a partnership that includes government, businesses, people. In other words, it took an awful lot of people to raise that kind of money. And it also took several construction companies to build it. So number one, dad, like the stadium, it's a very valuable stadium. It's an amazing stadium to be in just like you, dad. You're valuable. You're very valuable. And like like the stadium, like Petco Field, good dads are built. They're not just born. Just like the stadium, it takes a lot of support from a lot of people to make a good dad. Which takes me to the standard. I mean, I played a little bit of Little League, and I was horrible. They used to have a commercial back in the day. After the game and the, the, the kid strikes out and everyone is gone and it's just the dad and the kid walking back to the car all by themselves. Everyone else is gone because he struck out in the game and he lost the game. And dad didn't know what to say. He just put his arm around him and then he takes his other hand in the commercial that I remember and he offers his son a stick of gum. Like, what else can I do? Here's a stick of gum. <laughs> that was me every game that I played. I mean, when they hit the ball to me, they'd always put me out in right field because no one ever hit the right field. And I was a kid who stood there with my arm out, hoping that the, the ball would just hit the glove like in the movie Sandlot, and the ball would, but the ball would always go over my head. And I just, I was horrible. I had one hit in all my Little League career that I remember. And it so shocked me because my eyes were closed. I, I was scared to be in there. The pitcher was really good and really fast, and I just got lucky. I closed my eyes, but I swung the bat. That's the point, Dad. The point is that we swing the bat. We, our eyes might be closed because it's scary to be a dad. We don't know what we're doing, but we got to swing the bat. And I swung the bat, and the ball hit it, and I just stood there like, what happened? You know, because <laughs> it had never happened to me before. And all the fans are yelling, run, run. <laughs> and I'm just standing at the plate like, what? 
I'm like, you hit the ball? Oh, I did? <laughs> and I took off. So I was terrible in Little League. But there's one thing we learned in Little League, other than what Brian Regan says about snow cones. I never knew what was going on out in right field. All I knew is at the end of the game, I'd get a free snow cone. That's all I knew. Yeah. Be out there, oh, free snow cone. Free snow cone. Brian, what's the score? Free snow cone. Free snow cone at the end of the game. If you play, they're going to give you a free snow cone. Even if you play half game, you get the whole... You don't get a half snow cone. You get a whole snow cone for half the game. (laughs) The people that play whole game get a whole snow cone, and the people that play half game get a whole snow cone. So it's always whole, always whole snow cone. So I'd rather play half game. I'd rather play half game. Still get the whole snow cone. How many outs, Brian? Great! (laughs) But there's one thing that we learned in Little League. That at the end of the game, whether you won or lost, your team would get in a circle and you'd say, two, four, six, eight, who do we appreciate? And you'd say the other team's name. Even if you lost, you would cheer the other game on. And then what would happen? Both teams line up across from each other in a single file line and they walk past each other. While they walk past each other, they're high five and their fists bumping and they're saying, good game, good game, good game. Even if you lost... You said to the other team, good game, because that's called sportsmanship. And when you learn that as a kid, that goes a long way in life to encourage other people and say, good game, good game, good game. That was the standard growing up. But it was interesting because when this game was done and the Padres lost, I was waiting to see what was going to happen at the end. Now they're grown men. Did they learn from Little League? And I know I'm not a professional baseball player, and and maybe I don't know much about sports, but still, I'm just trying to make a point here. And maybe there's reasons why this happened or didn't happen. But nonetheless, it was something that I noticed, and I think I want to tag on that right now, is that I noticed when the Padres lost, they didn't walk out on the field. They didn't say two, four, six, eight. Could you imagine that in, in Major League Baseball? <laughs> Who do we appreciate? Mariners, Mariners. <laughs> I think that, that cracks me up. But I wouldn't expect them to do that. But they didn't go out on the field and fist bump each other and high five each other and say, good game. No, they disappeared in their dugout and went down to their locker room through the tunnel. On the other hand, the team they were playing was out on the field. And they didn't go in the locker room because they won. And you know what they did? They formed two lines. One team formed two lines, and they went through the line, and they congratulated each other and said, good game, good game, high five, fist bump, good game, good game, good game. And they, they encouraged each other, good game, and they won. And I thought a lot of that's about being a dad here. I mean, just two things in closing here is that, number one, we need to tell each other good game. It is not easy to be a parent It's not easy to be a dad. Let's go back to what I said. Tony means priceless one or highly praiseworthy. Highly praiseworthy means people give you praise. People compliment you. People lift you up. We need to walk through life because we lose sometimes. We lose games. But there's something about when you lose a game and you're walking past the team that won and that team is fist bumping you. They're high-fiving you and they're saying, good game. I tell you what, when I lost and I was a failure, it still felt, when I lost and felt like a failure, it felt so good and I'm walking through that line, even though I just struck out every time I was up there. But for them to fist bump me, to high five me and say, good game, good game, it brought value to me. And as a dad, we need that. Dads, like I said, are built 
like a stadium. It takes a lot of support from a lot of people to make a good dad. And if you don't have a lot of support, it's very difficult to, to, to do what you need to do. There's something encouragement pours courage into people. It makes people stronger. Charles Schwab said, I have yet to find a man, however exalted his station, who did not do better work and put forth greater effort under a spirit of approval than under a spirit of criticism. And I know personally as a dad that I criticize myself a lot. Man, I wish I didn't. I I struck out again, right? Um, I had another game with a multiple strikeout. I need someone to come into my life and say, good game. And you know what I need? You know, the, the best is when my kids tell me. I need my kids to say, dad, good game. So if you're out there, it'd be a great time to call your dad, to text your dad. Even if your dad had multiple strikeout games, but it'd be good to encourage your dad because what you plant, you grow, you reap what you sow. So if you want encouragement from your kids in the future, then it's good to plant encouragement. And so even if your father wasn't the greatest father in your mind, it would still be good to thank your father for doing what your father did do. There's got to be some wins in there somewhere. And a dad, like I said, the Chicago Cubs were encouraging themselves because the Padres went back in, in the dugout. And sometimes as families, we go back in the dugout and we don't even think about the dads or even the moms out there. We just go back and we live our life. We go back to our dugout. We go back to our locker rooms, put back in our clothes and walk out in our world. And yet dads are sitting out there on the field waiting for someone to come and say, good game. I mean, as dads, we need our wives. We need we need all the people on deck to come by and fist bump us and high five us, so to speak, whether it's texts or words or gifts or cards or whatever way you share love, but to just let dads know. And and maybe maybe your dad's not in your life, but there's some other men in your life that that filled that that void that your dad didn't fill. Find them. Find some other men today and say, Happy Father's Day. Good game. And lastly, I like the fact that just because the Padres, the opposing team, went into the dugout and didn't come out and fist bump you and high five you and say good game, they did it to themselves. And dad, I think it's important for us to high five ourselves, to fist bump ourselves, to say good game. You've had multiple games where you had multiple strikeouts, but you know what? You've also had multiple games where you've had four hits in a game. Let's focus on those. Encourage yourself. There's actually an old statement that's in the Bible that says, encourage yourself in God. In other words, it might just be you and God because God is there on the field. And you might feel like no one else is there fist bumping you, high-fiving you, saying good game, but God is. And if you take a moment to say, God, what do you think about me? Encourage yourself with God, in God, and let God fist bump you and say, good game. Good game, Dad. No, you didn't do everything perfect. Even the best ball players hit 300. Most of them hit way less than that, which means they strike out twice as many times, more than twice as many times, some, t- some three and four more times than they, than they hit the ball, they get out. But that doesn't mean it wasn't a good game because we're all in this thing together and it takes a lot of people to make a good dad. So let's do that. Let's get back to the standard. If we want good dads, then let's build some.
Let's get together with other people and let's cheer each other on because dad, you are a priceless one and you are highly praiseworthy. And today we take a day to do that for you. Let's make this last more than a day. Let's tell our parents, let's tell the people in our lives, good game. Because it is. The game might not be perfect, but it doesn't mean it can't be happy. And when you walk through that line, and someone else tells you it was a good game, that kind of changes everything for you. And if you feel like there's nobody out there doing that with you, then find someone else to do that to them and watch it come back on you. And lastly, don't be afraid to take a moment and just say, God, what do you think about me? Because I'm telling you what, God's on the field of your life and he's waiting for you to look for him because he's right there. He wants to be the line that you look to. Because he's got his hand out, ready to high-five you. He's got his fist out, not ready to punch you, but to fist bump you and say, good game. And you will be happy too. Good game, Dad. Remember, the game might not be perfect, but it can be happy. Thanks for listening. I hope that helped. Steve Ace.